Welcome to the Christ-Centered Journey Devotional, a ministry of Christ Center Community Church in Clifton, Illinois. I'm your host, Pastor Dan Shipton, and here's today's devotional. Good morning. Welcome to the transformational or Christ-centered community church uh, journey. Um, we're glad that you can join us this morning, and we are going to continue our study about the resurrection and the life today. Um, we started yesterday talking about John chapter eleven. So if you got your Bibles, you want to turn over there to John chapter eleven. That'd be awesome. Uh, we're going to be looking at verses four through sixteen, I believe it is today. And so I want to just invite you to join us for this study. I'm glad that you're joining us this morning, and I'm glad um, for anybody that's new with us. And we're just going to open with a word of prayer to have God open our hearts up today. Father, I pray today that you will just be with whoever is joining us today for the study. We pray that you will bless them. We pray that the Holy Spirit will move within us. Teach us the way you would want us to be taught, Lord. Help us to see the truth of who you are, and help us to grow closer to you for our time studying your word. We ask this, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, yesterday we began this familiar story for some, and maybe not for others, but it's uh, the story of Lazarus. And what it really is about isn't about Lazarus at all. Um, we often say this is about the death and resurrection of Lazarus, but really what this story is about is about Jesus, the resurrection and the life. And we're going to read some scripture today. Yesterday, we had read the beginning through verse 7. We're going to read a couple of verses back and, and then continue forward, going back to verse 4. But yesterday, Jesus and his disciples were told that Lazarus was sick, and they had been asked to come so that Jesus could heal Lazarus. And Jesus waited. And he said this was all for their glory. And so we're going to um, read on today in the passage beginning at verse 4. And it says, When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, Let's go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, A short while ago the Jews who were there were trying to stone you. And, they let, and yet you are going back? And Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Anyone who works in the daytime will not stumble, for they see by the, word of the, by the world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble for they have no light. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. And Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought that he meant true sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I'm glad. I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Then Thomas, also known as Didymus, said to the rest, 
Let's go that we may die with him. Well, when I look at this passage, the first thing that uh, I want to go back, it's kind of the tie-in to yesterday, is Jesus is waiting. You know, I talked a little bit yesterday about this. I want to reemphasize. God has his plan, and God wants to wait for the right time to do what he needs to do. And Jesus here is waiting. He's been told Lazarus is sick. He waits longer. He doesn't go to heal him. And then the disciples in their conversation with Jesus are starting to say, hey, you know what? If we go back to Bethany, Bethany is, by the way, is less than by, only about three or four miles from Jerusalem. He, he, they're saying, you know, if you go back to the Jerusalem area, those people want to kill you, Jesus. Why would you go back there? And Jesus is saying, it ain't going to happen right now. It's in my control. But there's a plan. And then he tells them plainly that, that, that Lazarus has died and they don't get it. You know, they're worried about going to Jerusalem because they're going to get killed. Then Lazarus is dead. And then all of a sudden things change because now Thomas is all, let's go back and die with Lazarus. Let's all be martyred together. It's kind of his attitude. Um, and that's not even the plan. Jesus has a bigger plan because he tells the disciples in this passage he waited. He waited for the right time. Uh, the plan of waiting was beyond just what was happening to Lazarus. You know, the disciples are thinking, hey, we should have been there to heal him. We should have been there to help him. Or maybe this is something bigger and we're just all going to go there and die. This is it. You know, some of them were probably wondering if Jesus is really going to fulfill the promise. Maybe we're just going to go die. But here's the thing. Jesus in the heart of this says, when he says Lazarus has died, and he gets plain language with them. He flat out says, Jesus, he flat out says, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad. Now think about that for a minute. Because this is going to play into everything that happens throughout the rest of the story. Jesus is working within his plan, the plan that God has made. He says this is for their sake that Lazarus has died. You know, sometimes we go through some rough situations in life and we don't like the situations we're dealing with. Sometimes we have things that happen to us or a loved one and we don't understand why it's going that way. We're going to see, as these disciples don't get it, others who are involved in Lazarus's life, his sisters and those that are gathered around, don't get why Jesus didn't come. But Jesus is saying, I'm glad I didn't go early. I'm glad I waited for my timing." Because I know the bigger plan. And the bigger plan, as, as you see in these verses here, the bigger plan, listen carefully to what he says when he tells them about Lazarus. He says, first of all, he told them it was for God's glory that this all happened, back in verse 4. Everything Jesus did was for God's glory. Everything he's doing is to draw people into God in a deeper way. Everything he's doing is to show them that the hope that they're looking for is in God. And when he says that Lazarus has died, he says, I'm glad. I'm glad. Verse 14, I'm glad I was not there. Now look at the, what he says. Catch this clearly in verse 15. I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe. I've mentioned before, John is writing later in life to those who have been following Christ. 
In fact, he's going to introduce Mary, or he has introduced Mary, and the story about Mary anointing Jesus actually follows this, but he says this is the Mary who anointed Jesus because he expects many of the people in the church to have already known who Mary was. Some of them might have been alive when she was alive. So they knew who this Mary was. Many of these stories have been told, but everything that John is telling us in his writings is for one purpose and one purpose only, that people may believe who Jesus was and put their faith in him. And guess what? Once again, here we are looking at the scripture, looking at the truth, and Jesus is saying, Lazarus has died, and I'm glad because it's for the glory of God and it's so that you may believe because that's what the glory of God is all about. People believing in Jesus, people believing and putting their faith in him, people believing. Now, waiting for the right time, there's another issue that's going to come up, and I want you to keep this in mind as we move forward. Later on, as he arrives, when, they, when he says they're going to the tomb, it's been three days, three days that Lazarus has been dead. In this time, the people believed that a prophet could raise somebody the day that they died, maybe the day after. But by three days, in the climate that they lived in, they had a body buried within 24 hours because it would start to decay. There's no way to raise a dead body that's been buried for three days. Jesus is coming to tell them he is the resurrection and the life. He is the one that they can put their faith into. He is the one who has the greater plan in mind. It may be confusing them. And some of the things we may be going through may be confusing us. Maybe we wonder if we can trust God. Maybe we're in situations where we need to trust God. But we need to realize God has the greater plan in mind. God knows the end of the story. These people, we get the joy of reading the story and we can read the whole passage and know what happens at the end. But they were living it. They didn't know for those three or four days that this is all going on. They didn't know what Jesus' plan was. They had to live through it just like we have to live through the situations we're in when God is working. But God is still in control. So today I want to challenge you. Are you trusting God? As the Bible says, are you trusting God with all your heart? Are you leaning on yourself or are you leaning on God's understanding? You know, if you go to that passage in Proverbs that says that, the reality is at the end of that passage, it says, or at the end of those verses, it basically says, when you lean on yourself, things aren't going to go right because God's plans are the ones that succeed. Not our plans, God's plans. The question today I want to ask you is, if you are putting your faith in God, Whatever you have in front of you, are you giving it to him? Are you trusting him? A lot of people have been through a lot of rough things this last year. But we are coming out of that more and more because we are seeing that God can give us peace. He can help us. He can strengthen us. He's bigger than this problem or any problem that we have because ultimately, no matter what happens, as Paul would say, they may destroy the body, but I have heaven to look forward to. And the reality is, Jesus is the reason because he's the resurrection and the life. He's the one who died for us. He's the one that gives us the way to heaven. 
So today, I want to challenge you to put your faith in him if you've never done that. And if you have, I want to challenge you to trust him, as scripture says, with all your heart. Lean into him. That means to rest in him, to, to put your strength in him, to cry into him, and trust him. And he has the greater plan. Father God, I want to pray today for all those out there who may be struggling to see where you're working, who may be struggling to feel your presence right now. Break through the barriers in the name of Jesus and let them feel you. I pray, Jesus, that you will heal where healing is needed. I pray that you will strengthen where strengthening is needed. And I pray for wisdom where wisdom is needed in people's lives because you have told us if we have the need of wisdom to come to you and you will give it to us. To strengthen us is why you've came. You have the greater plan, Lord God, and let us know that whatever's going on, even though it may look confusing now, that you are in control. I pray specifically for some needs that are out there today. I pray you continue to be with Mike. I pray that you continue to help him and heal him and strengthen him. We pray for Jennifer as she's going through this rehab for her, for her hip surgery. We ask that the healing happen. We're praising you today, Lord God, that the doctor said she doesn't have to have the vacuum and that there's no infections and everything's going well so far. And we pray you continue to strengthen her day by day and take the pain that was there away as the muscles begin to strengthen. We pray today that you continue to bless our area schools. Leave with the teachers and be with the students and keep people safe that are there. And we pray that you would keep things peaceful. We know some of them are going through testing and we just ask that you would just help it to be a time of peace and everything to come into the right place. I pray, Lord God, that you would just be with Emily today as she's going through studies. And I pray that you'd give her the strength that she needs in these final days of her studies. I pray that you'd be with the frontline workers, the Doctors and nurses and ambulance drivers and others protect them when they go out. We're, we're thankful, Lord God, that you're moving in a way that's opening things up. And we pray that people will be safe and protected and that we will overcome this because you are giving the way. I pray, Jesus, that you would continue to guide and direct our church. We know, Lord God, we've got up, outreaches coming up. We're getting ready to get some things out about the Easter outreach. And we pray that you will help it to be a time of blessing and drawing people into you, into the, into the body, and into what's going on. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would just make this an awesome day. Make the weather good, make everything go well, and help people to be reached and new families to be found, that we can befriend and get involved with. I pray, Lord God, that you would help the finances of the church. In this time, Lord God, you know we need to get this building up. It's been waiting too long, and we need to get it finished. We can only trust in you because we need to raise at least the $20,000. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will bring this in, and I pray for your blessings upon each family and each person in our community. Continue to strengthen us, Lord God. Help us to be safe. Help jobs to be found where they're needed. And bless this day in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm glad you could join us today. And I pray that God will help you on your journey with Christ. Thank you for joining us for today's Christ-Centered Journey Devotional. A ministry of Christ Center Community Church in Clifton, Illinois. We meet Sundays at 1020, 
and go online live at YouTube and Facebook at about 10.30 each Sunday morning. For more information on our church or how you can help us financially, please visit ChristCenterCommunity.org. May God bless you on your journey with Jesus.